0: Hello, my friend, welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. If you're obsessed with all things spirituality, personal growth and development, and living as your highest self, you are in the right place. I am your host, Alyssa, and I spent the majority of my teenage years and young 20s living totally out of alignment. As I started to question my patterns and behaviors and actually got to know myself at the soul level, I realized that everything was happening for me. Now, as a spiritual life coach and human design guide, I am here to share my voice, personal stories, human design wisdom, and learn from incredible individuals living their purpose. Join me each week as we walk the spiral path of purpose together. I cannot wait to dive in. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the It's Happening For Me podcast. I hope you had a beautiful week. This week has been crazy with the new moon in Virgo. I have had so many realizations in the past couple of weeks just around like my purpose and so many downloads from Spirit about how I'm really supposed to just Get back to like the nitty gritty of my practices and really focus on like the mind body spirit connection. I talk a lot about how I've had this like beautiful fitness journey over the last like year and a half, and I have really gotten off of track with that. And I think it's so fitting with Virgo, where, where it's like really about like health and like our body. And I'm really being called to go back to everything that I've learned and. Just do what I know I need to do. Like, at the end of the day, I, I've had this crazy download. I'm serious. Like, the past couple of weeks, I'm like, okay, what is the purpose of everything? And if I really think about it, like, I have been so caught up in trying to look more towards the future and like plan things and like almost kind of try to like initiate things. And so I'm really being called to just. Go back to being very in the present. So, like, I've been really deepening my meditation practices. I'm working out again. I'm focusing on like meal preps and I'm doing all the things that I know that I need to do physically for myself, mentally, and for my soul so that I can just feel good and like be in this present moment, really enjoy my life and follow the things that really light me up. And like, that is what my purpose is. And so, I'm just I'm really excited for this week this week's episode because I'm going to be talking all about how to manifest what we want and to how do we actually step into this new version of ourselves like how do we jump timelines how do we actually become this person that we want to be so today we are going to be talking all about manifestation and I know that there is so much information out there on manifestation, and I'm going to be talking to you about it from my personal experience and from things that have actually worked for me. And I want to share with you a five-step process to call in your next manifestation, to call in the next version of yourself that you want to be, to step into that person, to achieve the goals that you have been wanting to achieve, whether that is through your purpose and career, finances, relationships and love, fitness and working out, whatever it is, whatever it is that you want to accomplish or step into. This episode is going to be awesome because I will give you the five-step process for manifesting this. I'm also going to be talking about inspiration for how I've learned how to manifest. I'm going to be talking about A personal example of what I am really focusing on over the next three months and how I've been really called to really step back into my practices and really start living from a place of like loving my life, living at this high vibrational frequency and allowing things to come to me as I'm taking aligned action. So we're going to be talking about all of that. I'm also going to talk to you about a tracking system that I use on Google Docs to track my mind, soul, and body routines that I'm doing to keep myself at a high vibrational frequency over these next three months while I'm working on this manifestation that I'm calling in. And so yeah, let's get into it. I think that there's so much information out there about manifestation and a lot of it can be really misleading because manifestation isn't just about like wishful thinking and like just visualizing and then it's going to just land in your lap. There also takes a lot of action on our end. And I feel like obviously I have a Capricorn stellium, um, like I'm a, I'm a very grounded person. So a lot of those teachings like don't really resonate with me. And so I'm going to bring in like a very like practical approach of like, okay, what do you actually need to do step-by-step to do like attain the goal that you want before we get into like, how do we actually jump timelines? Um, Because that can be very esoteric, very vague. What the heck does that even mean? So first there's like two kind of like principles that I really want you to keep in mind when going into thinking about how we're going to manifest, how are we going to actually create the life that we want and, like, get results. The first thing is, is that we need to have a loose and playful imaginative mindset. Like, we cannot be rigid. If you are going into any of these kind of studies or, like, practices with a rigid mindset where you're, like, questioning things or you're coming from a very logical place and you want to, like, figure out like why or like this doesn't make sense and you're trying to make make things make sense logically that is restrictive that's restrictive thinking and it's you're going to block everything and so i know that can be really hard for a lot of people but if you can really lean into just being more loose playful the universe has a sense of humor god is funny god has a sense of humor and it's not Like, spirit isn't this, like, rigid, dogmatic, follow by the rules type of thing. It's like, if you've ever seen, imagine, like, monks or the Buddha. Like, it's literally, like, the image of the Buddha is, like, he's smiling, you know, like, with his eyes closed. Like, it's, there's, there's humility and there's humor in these teachings. And so, if you can really lean into that, like, that's really going to help you stay into, like, your playfulness and, like, being flexible and open. And not being so close-minded. The second thing is that keep in mind that time and space don't actually exist. And so I'm not a quantum physics professor. Like I can't explain why that is. I would encourage you like to do your own research if you really want to like dive into like the facts of it. Um yeah, like I don't know how to explain that, but it is true. Like time and space don't exist. And there's actually literally limitless potential for how things can turn out in any moment. Like we literally create our own reality. And so when we are taking into consideration time, it's actually putting distance between us and our desires. And that is what's going to cause the manifestation to like not work, or it's going to take a really long time. So for example, say if you're like, okay, um, say like the average American person's idea of getting wealthy is like, okay, I need to work in a nine-to-five job, climb the ladder. If I invest in my 401k and if I invest in stocks up until I'm 65, then by the time I'm 65 and I retire, I might be able to hit a million dollars. So I have about 40 years, if they're like 25, I have about 40 years to where I can become a millionaire if I follow this step-by-step plan, go to work every day, climb the ladder, and keep investing. So that's like one way to look at it. Now, that's not the only way that you can make a million dollars. There's endless potential ways. It doesn't have to take 40 years to make a million dollars, and you don't have to work a nine-to-five and invest in your 401k to make a million dollars. That's only one option out of the limitless possibilities, but sometimes we're so close-minded or we're so um, just like not open to other possibilities that we think that's the only way. And there's a lot of people that think that is the only way. And so they will spend their whole lives putting so much distance between them and what they want to manifest, which is let's say a million dollars. And they think that it takes a lot of work and a lot of time, but the reality is, and if you want to become a very fast manifester, there actually doesn't need to be any time in between you and your desires. And in fact, when we can remove time, we're removing distance altogether. And that is how you're going to start actually manifesting what you want. And the way that we remove distance between us and our desire is we literally become our desires. And again, this can sound very confusing. This can sound very not tangible, but I'm going to explain it in a way that I think is going to make sense. So just keep in mind when we're kind of going through this is that be open and playful, have a little sense of humor, and just remember that space and time don't actually exist. And there is no set time that you need to put between you and your manifestations. There's not like hard work that you need to put between you and your manifestations. Although, yeah, you do need to take action, but let's just put those out there. Okay. So there was a reel that Excel posted this week and I'll put him, um, in the show notes so you can follow him. He is one of my mentors. That's like I said, who I learned quantum Reiki from. Um, he's incredible. So one of his reels this week was about how to jump timelines. And he basically drew like two lines on a piece of paper and he's like okay this is your present reality this and then the second line was where you want to jump to. So like that's the person you want to become. So that can be like oh maybe that's you in a successful coaching business. Maybe that's you living your purpose and living your best life. Maybe that's you with your future partner and like in a great relationship. Maybe that's you with a million dollars. Maybe that's you with whatever it is, like whatever you want to call in and manifest. So there's the line on the paper with where you are now and the second line next to it is where you're going. That is the the timeline you want to jump to. And he was talking about how your body can't physically jump into another timeline. Like that's literally impossible. You can't physically jump into another timeline um, unless you're jumping into a timeline where you didn't exist. So how do we do that? We're actually just putting our consciousness into that timeline. So what does that mean? You're literally going to sit in a meditation and meditate and visualize this version of yourself that you want to be and get really detailed and graphic. And not everyone visually sees when they're meditating some people it's just a feeling some people you might hear things like everyone has different ways that they experience visualization and like sense their senses so don't get wrapped up on it if you can't really access like the visual the visualization of it but you're just imagining this in your mind's eye so imagine exactly who you want to be and get down to like the very detailed like granular details like from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to sleep, what are you doing? What are you wearing? Um, Where are you living? Who are you living with? Are you alone? Are you with a partner? How does this partner greet you in the morning? Or how does your morning start out? What are your morning routines? Um, Are you going to work out? Do you have a gym at your house? Do you live in like a beautiful condo by the beach and you have a gym in your condo? Are you going to the gym? Um, And then like, what is your day-to-day work look like? it really see yourself like interacting with your best clients, your most favorite favorite clients um if you want to be like a very successful coach or healer whatever career you want to have imagine yourself in that role in that leadership role like with the best interactions with your coworkers being your highest self whatever that looks like and really think about like what does your car look like? what is your what food are you eating? so you're going to get like super detailed like that. Now When you come out of the meditation, you can journal on this. So like journal, what did you see? Like, what were you wearing? Who are you with? What were the senses like? How did it feel? You know, like what were the main feelings that you felt that you loved so much? Okay. So now you're going to make this choice that you want to become that person and you have to actually want it. Like you have to want it so bad that you're willing to do whatever it takes to become this person. There might be some resistance in there between you feeling like you're not good enough to be this person or like it's so far away, it's not attainable. But again, this is where that imagination is going to come into play. You know, like we're having fun here, we're not being logical. Of course, if you want to be this like millionaire living in a condo, running this huge business, obviously you're not there now. And so it's going to be a pretty big jump, but that's where we're going to use our imagination. So now you're going to journal write down all of the things that you liked about this future version of yourself. And you are now going to proclaim that you are going to do whatever it takes to embody this person now. And so what that means is that you're going to start putting some distance between you and, and the decisions that you make on a day-to-day basis. So what I mean by this is most of us are running on unconscious Patterns like we are reacting to life. We're kind of running like on these loops, and we're doing the same thing every day. Like we're waking up, going to work, coming back home, whatever, doing the same thing over and over again. To we're not even really thinking about it. But now you're going to be this. Person, this person that you want to become, this higher version of yourself, this best version of yourself. And you're going to start thinking before you make choices, what would this version of myself do? So, for example, if I'm going to plan my day tomorrow, well, this version of myself would wake up early so that she can go to the gym because she knows that by the end of the day, she's going to be tired. She's not going to want to go and she's not going to go. So, she would wake up at 5 a.m. So, I'm going to set my alarm for 5 a.m. and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go to the gym. What would this person eat? Well, I'm going to eat whatever food that this person, my best self, would eat. What would this person do in her free time? Well, I know that she wouldn't just sit and watch Netflix and binge out watching Netflix, even though that's what this version of myself likes to do sometimes. No, this version, this best version of myself, would be working on whatever she would want to bring into fruition. So I'm going to do that instead of watching Netflix, I'm going to work on my business for an hour. And then after that, maybe this version of this best version of myself, once she's done everything, she's had her nighttime routine. She spent time with George. She took Peanut on a walk. She did all the things that she wants to do for the day. Then maybe she'll enjoy watching like something on Gaia or something, something that like stimulates her mind and like is moving her forward in life. And this isn't to this isn't to say that like we always need to be productive or we always need to be doing something to move ourselves forward. I'm just saying that we're using this as a technique to manifest something that we want because say I want to have a successful business, a successful reading business. I want to have clients who want to receive readings from me. I want to be able to sustain myself so that I can eventually leave my nine to five job and like create massive impact from this business. Well, if I'm doing the same things that everyday Alyssa is doing, that obviously hasn't worked up until this point, there's no way that I'm going to manifest that for myself from just visualizing it or like dreaming about it or journaling about it. Like I have to actually take the actions and put in the work that it would take for that to come into fruition, because you're literally just becoming that version of yourself. Like that is how you jump timelines. You're literally becoming that version of yourself. And then your outer reality will reflect all of the things that you are doing. Because we can't just think something into existence. We have to actually be that person, make the changes, show up as that person, and then everything else just starts to unfold. When I, for, for example, for this podcast, for so long, I wanted to create this podcast. I would think about it. I journaled about it. In so many programs I was in, like it would come up as like, oh, this is a huge goal of mine is to launch a podcast. But I was never actually doing the steps of what Alyssa that has a podcast would do on a, on a weekly basis. This Alyssa that has a podcast, this version of myself, she records the podcast on Sundays. She edits it on Sundays. She puts it out on Sundays, and then throughout the week, she might she might create some Instagram posts to like market the podcast or tell people like, "Hey, the podcast is up. This is what it's about." She actually spends time creating the Canva posts so that she can post it on her Instagram and let people know like, "Hey, this podcast is out." So I had to actually start doing what that Alyssa would do. And now I have a podcast and now I'm literally doing that week by week. But if I would have just kept thinking about it, visualizing about it, meditating, journaling, and like, yeah, this would be so cool. But I didn't actually take the steps to buy the the podcasting equipment, to start practicing using my voice, to start um, like pull up the recording app on my, on my iPhone and just start recording just to get used to speaking. If I didn't start researching and figuring out, okay, what do I need to do to host a podcast? Like what platforms do I have to use? If I didn't start taking the actions, I would have never created a podcast. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that there's so much, um, like mm, what I really see in the like spiritual and personal growth and development space is there's so much like stuff around, oh, we don't like hustle culture culture's over like working hard is not what we need to do like we need to be in our feminine and just be in flow and receive and surrender and it's like yeah obviously we need to do that but we also have to actually put in the action and put in the work that it takes to become what we want to manifest otherwise it's just like it's never going to happen there are going to have to be Things that you're going to have to sacrifice in order to put your time and towards the things that you actually want to bring into existence, and it doesn't mean that you have to like force things or become obsessive or have like no work-life balance because then obviously that's that's going to throw you into the other direction, not create the life that you want because you also want at the same time create a life that you love having. But I am saying that we are going to have to start showing up as that version of ourselves and make the choices that they would make. So. Just to kind of recap where we 're at so far, so say you did this meditation and you lived a life in the a day in the life of this new version of yourself that you want to become, and you were really considering like the actual what are you actually whatever goals you want to attain, you were imagining yourself actually living as your highest best self. you saw all the details, and then when you came out of the meditation, you journaled about it, you wrote down all the things that you would really love to have the desire. The desires of the way that you want to feel and how you want to show up, and like how your life feels like when you're in your leadership vibes and you're making massive impact and you're creating and you're being creative and you're in a loving relationship, whatever it is, right? So you journaled about it. And then now you're thinking, okay, so now you're living your day to day life as if you were that person. So you start to make better choices, you start to make better decisions that will lead you more into. The desires that you want, so that's going to look a lot like again, like I said, of like let more or less time wasted on things that are just distractions and time wasters. So that's going to look like less um, distractions, less time wasters, scrolling on social media, watching Netflix, maybe hanging out with friends too often whatever it is, like, you know, assess your life, whatever it is that you're wasting a lot of time on. And instead we're going to fill that with things that are actually going to put you in this state to be your best self. And that's going to look a lot like a lot of really strengthening your morning and nighttime routines. So having a solid meditation practice for so long, I resisted meditating. I went through cycles. So I, when I did my meditation teacher training, and then, and before that, when I did transcendental meditation training, I meditated for like a solid year all the time. And I could totally feel the effects. When I fell out of my meditation practice, and then I would be in different programs where they would like suggest that I meditated, I felt a lot of resistance towards it because it was like somebody else telling me to do it. And I, it was more coming from a place of, oh, this authority is telling me to do it. So, I guess I'm going to do it. But I wasn't really doing it because I wasn't thinking of how it was affecting me positively. But now, like, I'm back on my meditation practice because it really does do so much for our mind to clear the mind and to get out of these looping tracks that we get on of like self doubt, negative thinking, like self deprecating thoughts. Like, we have to meditate to clear the ground and then to hone back into what our manifestations are. There's so many different types of meditations that you can do, but having a solid meditation practice, having a solid movement practice, I'm back on my fitness routine and going to the gym again, and I noticed such a difference in myself. Doing weightlifting, for me, creates so much confidence. Whatever moving your body looks like to you, whether that's like yoga, Pilates, going on long walks, weightlifting, boxing, whatever it is, whatever... Way that you can move your body and move your energy is going to create so much momentum and is going to clear out your energy is going to strengthen your aura strengthen your life force energy and it is going to create confidence because you're showing up for yourself day in and day out and that is keeping your word to yourself and that is a major confidence booster um, so that's mind and body and then doing something for your soul so whether that looks like praying connecting to source using your oracle or tarot cards, whatever it is to you that you do to connect to source to your higher power, God, universe, the cosmos, whether it's like Akashic records, whatever it is that you do, that is going to strengthen your guidance, your internal guidance system. I really recommend contemplating your human design and gene keys because that like is literally a pathway to your soul. Um, And so that's what I really spend my time doing is like contemplating my gene keys When you're doing all of these things, this is keeping your vibration at a high frequency. And so you're it's easier for you to attract the things that you want to attract. Because here's the other thing. We can do this like deep meditation to figure out who like what our goals are, what this best, highest version of ourself looks like. We can journal on it. We can create a plan. If we're still living our day-to-day and chaos, in no structure, in waking up late with our alarm, pressing snooze, waking up late, starting the day off late, rushing to work, getting stuck in traffic, feeling frustrated and angry on the way to work because there's traffic and people are in our way. And then we get to work late. We already feel bad about ourselves because now we're not being a great, um, you know, we're not being our best selves at work maybe our boss or employees are on edge, on edge with us. And then like, it just creates a ripple effect for like to be pissed off at work now or in a scattered anxious mindset. And then maybe like you're not eating the best foods. And so after work, after lunch, you come and crash. Um, and then you're just feeling like shit. And then when you get off work, If you just go directly to like watching Netflix or like sitting on the couch, scrolling, doom scrolling, you're in this like state of fear. You're in the state of like looking at what everyone else is doing, feeling worse about yourself because you're not taking care of your freaking body and your energy. That's not going to help you manifest what you want to manifest because you're going to be at this like low frequency, this low vibration, and you're going to keep attracting all of this shit, like shit, basically. Like When you're vibrating at a low frequency, you're going to keep attracting those same things. And it's just going to be chaos and drama and your car is breaking down and this happened. And it's just like, oh my God, it's like one thing after another. And I can speak from personal experience because I used to live like that in my young 20s. It's like, oh my God, like everything bad that can happen is happening. And it would just like snowball. And it's like, why can't I catch a a break? And like, that really is living in a victim mindset. Like it really is because we create our own reality and that can be very tough to hear if you're someone who's living in that state, but like someone has, like you have to realize that, that you are at this energetic level, attracting and creating your own reality. And you at any moment can decide to make the shift and to start making choices that set yourself up for success. That. Choices to get your mind on track, to clear your mind. There's no way that you're going to manifest this living your purpose, this next career move, this next relationship, if you're constantly thinking negatively about yourself, if you're constantly bringing yourself down, if you're constantly in doubt, in fear, and feeling unworthy, and feeling like you're not shit, and feeling like you're uninspiring, that no one wants to listen to you, that your voice doesn't matter those are all fake ass lies that your mind is telling you. And you have to get on top of those. Like it's your responsibility to quiet that shit out. And I know how overwhelming it can be. Like it happens to me all the time too. And that's where I have to return back to my practice, return back to my practice, take care of my energy, become the observer and know like, Hey, these lies are not true. Like, so many negative beliefs and thoughts come up around having this podcast like who even wants to listen to me I have nothing to say there's so many people already podcasting what if I'm just like talking into this like black hole and nobody's listening to me but it's like no 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 like I don't care if this is even reaching one person. This is a long game that I'm playing and I'm putting out my podcast because I want to develop my voice. I want to develop confidence in my wisdom and share things that I have to say. So we have to be the masters of our mind and not allow it to hold ourselves back. It's actually, if you think about it, a huge, beautiful job that we have to to be on this spiritual and personal growth and development path because as we master our own thoughts and realize that we are the only ones holding ourselves back from creating whatever we want we that's just going to help us impact so many other people because we're going to get direct experience from literally experience from seeing what it's like to have these crazy thoughts that are so limiting and so stifling and hold us back so much from you know, taking what's ours and creating what's ours. And then we learn how to release them, how to control them, move through the fear and then create whatever we want. We can help so many other people do that as well. And so it's really important for us. If you're listening to this, you are someone who is on the soul purpose path. And, you know, this is huge. Like this is so huge for us. It's also very important for us for our health and our well-being that we take care of our bodies because when we don't take care of our physical health, disease and different illnesses can and will come into play as we get older if we're not taking care of ourselves. And then there's no way that we can live in our purpose when we don't feel our most energized and like vitality, our most vital selves. And then of course the soul, we always want to have that connection to source and spirit to ensure that We're not just creating something from the ego. We're not just creating something for ourselves, but we're creating this to help others, to be of an act of service, to help back, to help move, you know, humanity forward. It's a, it's not a self-serving prophecy. It's like, it's a service, servicing prophecy. But you know what I mean? Like if it's, if, the, if we're self-seeking and we're only doing something for ourselves, it's not going to be sustainable. And this is like really taught in the gene keys and the pearl sequence. It's like when we use our gifts and we create money and abundance and wealth from sharing our gifts with the world and sharing our life's work, we're putting back into the system. We're helping others. And that's just like, like a regenerative process. And it's just going to keep moving things forward and the cycle can continue. It's not just like a selfish thing that we're just – Taking and we're not giving anything back it's like we're doing this, and if you're listening to this, it's because you want to help other people and you feel called you're a heart centered person, like you want to help other people when we take care of our soul and we connect to source god's spirit, we get a lot of inspiration on how we can help others and yeah, so just to give you an example, so I, like I said, this past couple of weeks have been really feeling called to. Get back into my fitness routine, to get back into all of the practices that I know help move my soul forward. I'm being called to really tap into meditation on the daily, do all of the things that make my body feel like a clear channel so that I can show up and give my best, connect to source, and really share downloads that are coming to me. And I don't need to, I've got the download that I don't need to force anything. I don't need to make anything up. If I'm living my life, doing these things daily because I love doing them. They make me feel good. My vibration is high. That is what's going to attract my soul fractal family and the people that I'm here to really share my magic with and like help uplift them and move them forward. So what I've committed to is for the next three months, I am back on my fitness and like health and wellness routine to the T. And so what I really love to do is I love working off of Excel spreadsheets, but I like doing it off of Google. And so I'm going to give you a tip for how you can really track your, basically like your vibrational frequency as you are manifesting, like whatever you want to manifest. So what I like to do is I like to create a Sheet in Google, so like on Gmail, I have to create a Google Sheet, and I basically put in all of the things that I'm tracking, and this way I can track it for whatever like time frame I set. So right now I'm going to be doing for the next three months. So I'm going to let you in on what my personal kind of like goals or. I wouldn't say goals, but these are like the routines that I'm going to commit to for the next three months. And I have a trackable data sheet that I go into every single day. I track my data, I'm tracking my mood. And it's really like an experiment, an experiment to see like, okay, if I am really working on keeping my vibration high, keeping my frequency high, this is my manifestation that I want to create in the next three months. Let's track it and just have an experiment and see what happens. And I have done this in the past and this helps me so much. So I'm going to share it with you. And if this is something that's like exciting for you, if this, if you think this would be a cool tool, um, to help you with whatever manifestation you want to focus on, on this last quarter of the year, just DM me on Instagram at I am Alyssa may, and I will send you a copy of this, um, Google doc for yourself, just so you can, put in your own routines and it's really fun. Okay. So this is what I'm committing to. So for the next three months, I'm going to be for my mornings, it's going to be a phone free morning. So I'm not going to look at my phone for the first hour. I do use my phone for my alarm, but I've already practiced this long enough to where it's not like, like I don't check my phone in the morning. So if you're someone who has a hard time with that, uh, I've heard a lot of people recommend putting your phone in airplane mode or putting your phone in another room and using like some sort of other alarm system to wake up. But to me, that's kind of like not practical. So I just still use it as my alarm, but I just don't look at it. So that would be like not looking at Instagram, Facebook, whatever social media is, emails. Um, And the reason behind this is because if that's the first thing that you're looking at right when you wake up, um, your brain waves are still in a certain wave. When you first wake up in the morning, your brain switches from delta waves, which occur during like a deep sleep state, to theta waves which occur during a sort of a dreamy like state. And so when you're in that dreamy like state, that is the perfect time to do some sort of like meditation, visualization, watch your mind movie, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, But it is not the time that we want to be checking social media or looking at our emails. Um, Anytime that we're looking directly at our emails when we first wake up, we are becoming reactive. So we are now responding to what other people are asking of us and we are not creating a day where we are the ones in control or like we are... Taking care of the things that we need to take care of first. We're kind of like putting our emotional state in the the hands of other people. So it can cause anxiety, stress, worry, like you're worrying about responding to all these these work emails, or maybe you're looking at social media and like maybe you posted something last night and you're upset because it doesn't really have a lot of engagement. And so it kind of like makes you a little sad, or you're wondering like, why aren't people engaging with it? Or maybe You're reading something like sad or something that just upsets you on social media or like irritates you. So it's you're already putting yourself into a state that is not a high vibe state. So just keep your phone out of the room for or don't look at it. For me, for the first hour, the next I'm committing to is meditating for 20 minutes a day. And so there's all different types of meditation. I switch it up between transcendental meditation, which is where there's an actual mantra that I am just using for a meditation. And so that is where like my eyes are closed. The mantra is my one pointed focus that I come back to. I switched it up between that. And then I also like to do mindfulness meditation, which more has more like Buddhist roots. And in that meditation, the eyes are slightly open at like a downward forward gaze and the pointed concentration is the breath. And so with that, I am focusing on the breath. Anytime that my mind thinks a thought, I just label it a thought, gently come back to the breath. And then other meditations I love to do are like visualization meditations or guided meditations, which you can find so many great ones on YouTube. Um, I love Joe Dispenza. I love doing Joe Dispenza meditations. He has all different timed one so like if you have if I have more time in the morning yesterday was Saturday I have more time on the weekends so I did a thirty three minute visualization meditation which is like really peaceful it really helps me get into a good state for the day on normal days I might not have thirty minutes so I'll either do a twenty minute one or I'll do my meditation later in the day next is working out and specifically for me I'm doing weight training and so I'm committing to going to the gym to do my weight training four times a week. And then I'm also committing to either going to the gym on the other sorry, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot how many days are in a week. So I'm committing to doing four days of weight training and then three days I will either go to do sauna and do kind of an incline workout on the treadmill just to get a little cardio and burn a little more calories. Or um, I will go for a long walk outside in nature. And that is apart from doing my step school. And the reason that I'm committing to this is because I, before I started doing my fitness journey, like two years, a year and a half ago, I wasn't doing any movement practice and I felt really bad. Like it was like sadness, sadness just feeling anxious, unease. A huge part of my gene keys is that radiance, the radiance sphere sphere is where you can look to see what you need to do to be like healthy and radiant. And mine, the shadow side of it is unease. And so if I feel like if I'm not doing some sort of weight training, which makes me feel really good, I feel a lot of unease in my body and a lot of like built up tension. I think it also might be because I'm a generator. I need to like expel that energy. So I'm committing to doing this, but I'm not committing to doing this because this is what someone told me to do. This is what what I think I should do to be successful. This is what I think I should do to like lose fat and gain muscle. I'm not doing it for any other reason other than this is what makes me feel good. And the person, Alyssa, this, this, new version of timeline that I'm stepping into myself, she weight trains. That's literally the only reason I'm doing it. The reason that I wanted to really emphasize that is because you need to pick goals and routines that you actually want to do because of how they're going to make you feel. Not because you think you should do them, not because someone told you to do them, not because other people you know are doing them. Because if you do that, you're not going to be successful and it won't be sustainable. So you need to pick something that you like to do. Like I genuinely enjoy weight training. Like there's so much in my design that I love this kind of have like competition within myself to like I want to do more. Hello, aspiration as my life's work in the Gene Keys. Gate 54. Like, I like aspiring to new things. I like attaining new levels of things. So, that's just something that really drives me. But if that's not something that drives you, don't do weight training. Do whatever you think feels good. Okay, moving on. So, my next goal that I'm committing to is stretching for 15 minutes a day. The reason I'm doing this is because when I don't stretch and I have done weightlifting in the past, I feel sore all of the time. And I just feel like, I'm like, why am I working out so much just to feel like shit basically throughout the whole day? So I'm really committing to stretching. And also I'm going to use that time to just connect to my higher self, be in a Zen like state. I do this before I go to sleep at night. And so this puts me into like a really beautiful, like nighttime routine space. I'm committing to eight hours of sleep a day. Eight hours for me is like, I need it if I get less than eight hours, I don't feel well. And oh my gosh, she's like, sleep is the most important thing we can do for our health. If there's nothing else that you do for your health, at least focus on your sleep because this, this attributes to everything like cognitive function, If you don't have enough sleep, you are not going to be thinking properly. You're going to have brain fog. You're going to have a lot more cravings throughout the day for foods that are not great for you. It can cause anxiety. It can cause like more stress. Just so many things it can cause. And I've really experienced this in my young 20s when I was like partying all the time and working all the time. I never focused on my sleep and I was always so out of balance and just felt so ungrounded. So we have to focus on our sleep. So eight hours of sleep a day, I'm committing to 10,000 steps a day. Again, this can be very challenging for me because I do work my nine to five job in an office setting. And so I have to be intentional if I want to hit this goal. So what I do is I go on a 10 minute break at like 9am to 10am, anytime in that time frame where I have some free time. I'll go outside my building, walk down. I'm kind of in an industrial area. So I'll walk for... 10 10 to 15 minutes and then come back. And then on my lunch break, I will have prepped my food, so I already have my food ready. I don't have to like go buy food and waste time like that. So I'll clock out and I'll walk for 30 minutes on my lunch break, come back, clock in and then just eat at my desk. I know not everybody has that option. Do what you can do, but it's just a a work around it. Like if you are someone who is able to do that. Um, or if you work from home, like you should be able to handle that. And then I'll go on another 10 minute break, probably around like three o'clock, and just go walk for 10 minutes. And I'll even set a, an alarm on my phone. Like, so I walk for five minutes out and then walk back for five minutes. Um, because again, I do work for like a company. So I have to be cautious of my break periods. Um, but if you're someone who works from home, you should like easily, hopefully, be able to take 10 minutes and go on a walk. And if you haven't been doing this, it can seem very overwhelming and hard, but I promise you, once you start doing this and just make this like your new normal, it is freaking easy and you're gonna love it. You're gonna love how it feels to like go outside and get some sunlight, break up your energy, get off the screen. It's gonna feel really good. Some things that you can do while you're on your walks is you can listen to a podcast, you can listen to music, you can connect to nature. You can do like a mindfulness meditation walk. You can do voice notes with your friends, family, clients. You can do so many things while you're walking. So you can make it productive or as relaxing as you want. The next thing I'm committing to is my water goal. So I'm committing to 100 ounces of water a day. It is super important that we stay hydrated. 100 ounces is the perfect goal to stay hydrated. So I'm committing to that. And then I'm committing to taking my supplements. And so I am personally doing vitamin D, vitamin C. I have my omegas. I take magnesium at night and I'm taking creatine for working out. So those are like the supplements that I'm committing to. Committing to reading and contemplation of the gene keys. And so that's kind of like, that kind of goes together because you actually have to read the gene keys and then obviously contemplating it. Contemplation is kind of like the in-between of meditation and concentration, which I just heard from Maria Heading's new podcast. Oh my gosh, that just dropped. It's so good. Her gene keys episode I just listened to and I love how she said, contemplation is literally the middle ground between meditation and concentration. It's kind of like you're allowing a thought to come in and then you're kind of like thinking about it and then you're letting it go. You can do that like at all times in your day, but I actually set a time aside time for reading and contemplation. And then also it doesn't have to be like something personal growth and development or like spiritual. I also have two other books that I'm reading right now. As I always say, I have like 50 different books that I read at a time, but I have two nonfiction books that I'm really excited about reading. And then I'll have, I have a column for my mood. So I'll write down like whatever mood I feel that day, whether it's like tired, inspired, excited. I have a column for the mood and then I'm committing to no diet soda because I had gone so long without drinking soda for like years. And then I started drinking diet Coke and got so Oh my God. Obsessed. Like I've seen these memes on Instagram where it's like, Oh, my depression diet Coke for the day. And it's like, you get so happy for that diet Coke. But then I started drinking one like at lunch and then I started drinking one when I got home and I was like, Oh my God, like, am I a soda person again. And I know how bad the diet drinks are for us. And so I'm doing no diet soda for three months. And then I, I think by then I'll already have broken that habit again. So I'm only drinking water or coffee and my coffee order has changed as well. So I'm not doing any. So I was doing a grande cup co- from Starbucks. I was doing a grande cold brew or iced coffee with no classic sweetener. Add three stevias, one pump of sugar-free vanilla, and then salted caramel cold foam. And I know that obviously the salted caramel cold foam has sugar in it. And that cream was causing me to break out really bad. So right now my acne like looks like horrible. And I know that it's from that because it's anytime that I drink heavy cream for me, it's the heavy cream. I think it's just the hormones that come in like that dairy, but it really ups me up. So now my new order is a grande iced coffee, no classic sweetener four stevias and coconut milk because oh in my last order I would drink it with oat milk and I was actually reading about it that oat milk from Starbucks is like the worst oat milk ever it's super high in calories and a lot of um, preservatives I think that's what makes it so creamy so now I'm doing coconut milk which is less calories because it's less carbs it does have some like good fats in it it doesn't have the same consistency so I don't love it like it's pretty liquidy. Like I like it when it's kind of like, I like it when it makes the coffee kind of thick and creamy with the coconut milk. It's just going to be very liquidy. Hey, I'm committed to my goals. So also committing to no processed foods for three months. And so I'll still allow myself to eat out, but when I eat out, it's going to be healthy, more like healthier foods, you know, or like whole foods, basically. That's what I mean by that is like whole foods. And then I'm tracking my weight and then tracking my progress photos. And I'm doing progress photos once a week, every Friday. And it's like, basically, I'm checking in with myself. And a lot of these goals is what I got from when I was working with my personal trainer, Kenya, from Beyond the Physical. And this is like what we would do. Like we would do weekly check-ins where I would do progress photos, a biofeedback form where we talk about like my stress, my sleep. Um, we were tracking everything, weight, how much water we drank all of that stuff. And so now I'm just doing it for myself because I know exactly how to do it and I don't necessarily need the accountability any- anymore. I'm just on it. I'm on it now. I'm committed to it now. And so that is what my like Google Doc looks like. So it has all of those columns and then on the left-hand side, it'll have every single day. So I can check off if I did it or not. And then I can check off like notes. I can write notes on there. And so this is really helpful because as I am committing to this like manifestation that I have, I'm taking care of my body, mind, and soul. And I have trackable data that I'm actually tracking and holding myself accountable for. And so this is really good for people who need a little more like accountability. Or if you just need structure, like I know I really thrive off of structure and this gives me exactly what I need. So if you are excited to step into like this new timeline of yourself and you want just like this Google doc to um, create your own goals at the top for how you want to take care of your mind, body, and soul, like I said, just send me a message and I'd love to share this with you. It's just a free resource that you can use that has just helped me so much. And Yeah. So that is, that is that, that is what I'm working on. So again, if you are excited to manifest something new into your life, if you're ready to step into this new version of yourself, you can do the process that I talked about, which is one, doing this meditation to get very clear on exactly who she is, who are you stepping into? Step two, journal it out, write down, like everything that came to your mind, in your mind's eye, like what did you see? What did you feel? And then three, coming up with a plan for how are you going to start making these choices in your day-to-day life? What is it that you need to let go of? What is it that you need to start doing more of? And then how are you going to set up like your morning and nighttime routines um, to And just like set yourself up for the week to make decisions as if you were this person. Because what we're doing again is we're asking that person like, hey, what would it take for me to be you? Cool. We got the download during the meditation. And now we're just putting our consciousness into that timeline of that other version of ourself. And we are doing the day-to-day things that it takes to become her. And before you know it, you will literally be her and have these things that you want. I'm super excited. I hope this was helpful. Let me know. Comment on my most recent post on Instagram. Let me know like, what manifestation are you calling in? Who are you becoming? What are you creating? And then let me know how it goes to with tracking. If you're going to actually track your mind, body, and soul routines so that you can really Anchor this in and be that best version of yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you are and what you create in the next three months. Because remember, we can have these like beautiful visions and ideas of who we want to be. But until we actually take the serious step of choosing it and then aligning ourselves with that person by the daily choices that we make, that is when we're actually going to start to see growth and real progress. And so don't wait another week, don't wait another month. If there's, if you want to create a podcast, if you want to create some sort of coaching business, if you want to step into your purpose, if you want to get a new job, if you want to call in your future partner, whatever it is that you want to do, if you want to start your fitness routine, start working out, you know, be the best version of yourself, whatever it is that you you've been wanting to do, but you've been holding yourself back. Don't wait any longer. Just make the choice to freaking do it. Pick a day to do these steps that I that I mentioned and just start doing it. It's that simple. It does not have to be hard. Remember to keep a loose and playful imaginative mindset around it all. Remember to let go of space and time. there It doesn't have to take a certain amount of days or time. It doesn't have to take you three months to manifest this what you're calling in. It could take a day, who knows? but don't don't put time restraints on yourself. Just show up every day as this person love your life, really enjoy what you're doing and it will come to pass hundred percent. So I can't wait. Thank you so much for being with me this week and I will see you guys next week. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for being here and listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and share the episode with a friend who you know will love it. We can connect further on Instagram at I am Alyssa May. So come say hello, leave a comment of your favorite takeaway on my most recent post, and I cannot wait to connect. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.